Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Make Musings podcast. I'm your host, Ben, of course, as always, with uh, an update now to do with technology. Yes, technology, a subject which I am quite interested in for a number of reasons. And this particular piece of technology is something called an Oculus Quest, the Oculus Quest 2 which I received as a birthday present courtesy of my parents and my brother uh, a couple of weeks back. And I'm still learning, shall we say, how to kind of make it work, I guess. It's quite interesting and intriguing. It's a virtual reality headset. Let's uh, make sure that we explain exactly what it is. Virtual reality headset. It's, uh, I think, one of the latest models, actually, and there's a lot to kind of see, which makes sense being VR, and there's loads of apps, games and things. It's a case of uh, having to sort of save up and, and buy the games and sort of pick and choose a little bit in terms of uh, what games I would, would like and want. My, my brother kindly got me a Star Wars game, uh, Vader Immortal, is what it's called and I was sort of playing that for a bit and you're walking around on, in this temple with a, a times of a lightsaber and kind of feeling away through uh, a small chunk of the Star Wars universe which is quite fascinating to put it mildly interestingly there is a possible long term issue The controllers, according to what I can find, are actually not rechargeable. So a bit weird that basically sort of means that when they die, they die. Uh, Difficult to kind of fully understand why that would be the case, but who knows? I'm sure there's some sort of reasoning behind it. Well, the reasoning behind it is no, no doubt that you go out and spend more money on new controllers every so often. I have no idea how long the controllers are supposed to last. Uh, what with being sort of very newly acquainted with this technology, like all things, I guess it depends on how much I use it. But I don't know if there's like a set number of hours or, or whatever with these things. I would like to think and to hope that we're talking a very long time here because anything else would be quite disappointing, in fact. But so far, yeah, I mean, it's got potential. The Star Wars thing was good fun. There was a boxing game, a demo uh, of of a Apollo Creed thing, I think it was, which I played and kind of enjoyed. There are a few things I haven't enjoyed. There's this roller coaster simulator, which just made me feel queasy. There was also a simulation of travelling and walk, walking around the um, International Space Station, which, whilst super cool in many ways, also made me feel a bit queasy. The thing with it is your your mind is telling you that you're moving and twisting and turning. Your body is telling you you're completely still. And it's the same, of course, with motion sickness on a boat or, or plane or anything like that, really. The signals from the brain don't match up to what your uh, what your body is telling you and things get a bit squiffy shall we say but as i said there's potential there i guess it's one of those things i, I don't know if you can kind of 
gradually train your brain to not be fooled or or train your body not to be fooled. I don't know. Um, more time of it, I guess, is needed. I have actually also, on more than one occasion now, updated my uh, Facebook and Twitter for it, which is rather weird. So we have this, uh, this, this fancy new tool. Uh, this, this means to who knows what. And it certainly is intriguing technology which has sort of made a comeback, really. And there was a thing in the 90s about VR, uh, even a movie which kind of is, I guess, fairly famous, uh, Lawnmower Man. And it's kind of, you know, developed a bit from, uh, from there. But VR kind of died a death for a while. But now it's come back. You had first, uh, and still do have, augmented reality, uh, and now you've got VR making a comeback again. Of course, now VR has come a long way in, in the time in, in where it's been sort of absent as uh, other sort of technological breakthroughs have been made. VR can make a, a proper comeback, and it has. And these tools and toys and technologies have come into kind of a new age, I guess. Used with other tools, they can be a major new way of doing work a virtual reality uh, sort of business links so to speak in fact you see that a lot with this uh, with this system and with the the apps for it there's lots of things about sort of meeting places and and doing conferences virtually and there's, there's all kinds of things like that now especially i guess in this post-pandemic world where we've had social distancing and all that kind of thing and working from home the idea of a virtual reality replacement office kind of makes sense. It's a way of linking people together. And it also has the impact, of course, where people can't easily at the moment sort of travel around the world for work purposes. You can now do a virtual conference with someone that's on the other side of the globe. And I think we've got to say that's also pretty cool. And this technology will only develop further. There was a film a few years ago, Ready Player One, uh, which involved platforms and full sort of like contact harpic feedback suits and all that kind of stuff. We're not there yet, but it wouldn't surprise me if that kind of technology is being developed more and more and more. Uh, that there's possibly already stuff on the drawing board, might even be prototypes that businesses are working on that are keeping secret. Who knows? But no doubt that idea is in the works to kind of fully immerse yourself into this virtual world, which carries with it some risks because we don't want to lose a connection to the real world, which I think is very, very important. I do understand part of the reasons for getting back to an office, for example, and going back to work, the chance to actually sort of see people and talk to people. For some of us, is a big deal. Not for everyone, and I can see the benefits of working from home for people as well, but we don't want to replace real people on the real world with a virtual one, regardless of the, of the benefits the virtual world can bring. There, there are pros and cons, as always, are to these things. Um, the, you know, the technology itself, the science itself, you could say, is neutral. But the application of it is very much down to us. It's very much down to human nature. And there are benefits and pitfalls to pretty much everything that we make. Virtual reality will be no exception. 
the development of future technologies will also be no exception. And we have to be mindful of that as we go forward. But nonetheless, as I say, pretty cool. The one thing I guess is uh, from a a personal point of view, I wear glasses and the headset's not the easiest thing to use with glasses. There's actually something you fit to it called a glasses spacer, which in theory makes wearing glasses more comfortable. Can't really say it did the job. It, it's doable, but it, it's definitely this particular one, the Quest 2, is not the most user-friendly thing if you need glasses. You kind of have to almost sort of squash your glasses in there, which isn't ideal. And I think between the way in which the glasses then sit on my head within the headset and the nature of, of the headset itself, uh, it might be responsible for not headaches as such, but I think it makes me feel a little bit lightheaded, which combined, of course, with the whole you're moving but you're not moving thing is probably why I have felt a bit queasy a couple of times after taking the headset off. Some apps are worse than that for others. I'm not going back to the roller coaster thing anytime soon. As cool an idea as it is, I just know I'll puke if I do that again. And the space station thing, as much as I would love to really sink my teeth into that, um, because it's amazing to kind of be there almost. Again, it's one of those things where it's too lifelike almost, I guess, uh, and too mind-bending when you're standing or sitting in the living room. It just doesn't quite feel right to me it doesn't work for me but there were loads as i say benefits to this uh, i'm sure i'll discover new apps and things in the future there's actually one on there which intrigues me which is resident evil 4 uh, for uh, the vr thing i've played it on the gamecube and the switch really enjoyed it vr mode could be very interesting kind of terrifying when you consider that it's to do with zombies uh, and uh, various other sort of nasty creatures but we'll have to see if, um, if we can bring ourselves to do a VR version of that. There is a Star Trek bridge crew thing which I've asked for for Christmas where you basically get to be uh, the captain and you can issue orders and, and it's multiplayer so you could have a team of you in this VR world on the bridge of a starship going about whatever you do which again could be pretty amazing. Uh, so there's, there's that to look forward to as well. There's lots of potential there. There's lots of potential there. Will it replace a standard like sort of games console slash laptop slash phone sort of tech situation for me? Not anytime soon. But future options for this, as I say, are amazing. Future generations will probably find this will be the future of technology, how we do everything in terms of like sort of computing, in terms of sort of global meeting rooms, especially from for multinational companies, this will be very handy. It'll be useful in terms of uh, sort of boosting numbers for concerts. I mean, yes, you want to go and see a concert in person, you want to go see a sporting event in person, but can you imagine how much revenue these things could make if you then said, well, you know what, you can't make it face-to-face, -face. we'll sell you a virtual seat. And before you know it, you're kind of there, you're watching this concert from your living room, you'd have to pay for it, I don't expect people not to have to pay for it, but, you know, they offered that up as an option. If they made it a bit cheaper, then perhaps you'd have to pay if you, you know, sort of went there, because I think that would only be fair. Then happy days from, from the point of view of these places, and suddenly you can have a concert where from going from 100,000 people watching it, you might end up with half a million people watching it kind of there, kind of thing. So 
who knows? That's the kind of thing which you could see happen, which I think would be super cool, as I say. And there's all kinds of things you could do with it. In, in my job, where you sort of design bathrooms, being able to step into a virtual template and amend it and modify it and then pass it on to a customer to then sort of see and manipulate. How amazing would that be? Here's your, you know, just looking at the screen, here's your virtual bathroom that you can move around and you can really see for yourself what it's like to move around your bathroom or your kitchen or whatever it might be. And that will eventually happen. It might take a while, as I say, I mean, the technology's not quite there yet, but it's gonna move into that direction. And, and the potential for that is, is out of this world. It will be, in a lot of ways, it will make my job easier. I have to get used to designing it in virtual reality, of course, which could be tricky, but who knows? Who knows? It's a new toy. It's a lot of fun. It's technology which we're only develop. We'll have to see uh, over the course of the coming sort of weeks and months how we get on with this thing. But it's, it's a nice option. It's a bit different as well uh, as a present. Uh, it's already produced one moment of hilarity, by the way, when I was doing this kind of training thing and involved having to dance this robot. And what you tend to forget is you might be in a virtual world, but other people can still see you. So my wife made a video, which, uh, well, she was almost crying with laughter filming me doing this weird sort of dance routine. I'm going to try and get that video onto my website. I don't know how to do that just yet, but I'm going to try and do that. And you can all have a laugh at me doing this weird thing. Beyond that, what is there to discuss? Well, this is all about technology, really, this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you are intrigued, please get in touch with any questions you've got about this gadget. I'm very new to it, so I probably won't be able to answer them. But ask anyway, and we'll go from there. Take care, guys. Talk to you next time.